What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Ticket Ten Mill here. What's good? My return. Scott is here. What's going on? We finally got Sham Guy Scotty back from vacation. Lost at sea, lost in the air. I had to go rescue him out of Allegiant, but we here now. Just quit trying to play me on my flight, sir. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, very first episode ever of Locked In with our special guest, Descendant MC. What's going on, my brother? What up, what up? How y'all, man? What's going on? We doing good, we doing good, man. So you got your project today. It came out Friday, right? A Voice for the Voiceless? Yeah, last Friday. Uh, Voice for the Voiceless, that's right. Available on all streaming platforms, man. Finally out. Finally, man. It's been it's been a struggle trying to get this album out, but I'm, I'm just glad it's finally it. Yeah, man. No, I definitely... Uh, I definitely like the three songs because you gave us two songs as when you were a guest feature a past a uh, past feature artist it was uh b yeah. it was b more and um it wasn't uh, it wasn't a hardcore because hardcore we use for the intro nah hardcore wasn't out at the time i think i i knew it was b more b more was one i thought it was mm-hmm. hardcore though no it wasn't hardcore. Uh-uh. it wasn't i right. think it was dream and um i think it was drunk called soul I gave y'all like the the new the first single from my new album, mm-hmm. then like a single from my last album, uh, Road uh, Journey of a Lost Soul, Road to the Future, or uh, Road to Greatness, Journey of a Lost Soul. That was on my last album. Oh, okay. I gave y'all two customers. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. Nope. Yeah, we're definitely gonna get into your last album too, because I went back and reviewed it. I'll tell you this, man. Yeah, I did the same thing. You uh, <laughs> your, your 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 Friday project definitely passed the gym test. It's real hard to pass the gym test, especially at like five o'clock yeah. in the morning, because sometimes you gotta set a, a vibe and a tone. If you can't match up with the energy level, I gotta go to somewhere else. But yeah, I mean, right. just not like there's not one skip on your project at all. So it was it was super dope. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, that's the first thing I uh, text him. I listened when I got to work, and I was like, "Yo," <laughs> and those skips. He was like, "No skips at all." <laughs> I appreciate that because I'm I'm starting to get that like people that I don't know is like, "Yo, it's a solid album." Like they can't front like they say that's like I like they like every track. I, I can they can play it straight through. Yeah. So it's 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 a it's a blessing, man. I really think it's better than the last joint. Like, I think I surpassed that because that was my whole thing being at, uh, especially when Chuck D like gave a stamp of approval. So everybody was looking at yeah, it. Like, I read oh, that. Man. I read that. Um, what, what, what? what? Articles. what? Yeah, yeah. That went over my head. What happened? We talk about it, man. He, um, I didn't know this. He was, <laughs> on, uh, he was on, I think Chuck, let me get, make sure I say this right because I, I don't remember it all the way. But Chuck D has a radio station or a radio, he has a radio yeah. station. And he was featured on there, which is huge because it's just Chuck D, man. Hell yeah! Right. <laughs> so how did that? How did that make you feel? Like how did that come about? Like how how did you? What like how did that even connect? Like how did you feel? And bro, it was I ain't gonna front. My life was, at that time. I hate to bring out the sad violin, but my life was in the dumps at that time. Like I uh, I just graduated college like a year after, so it's been a year after graduation lay it off i was sleeping on my homies my frat brother's couch and i was thinking about uh stop rapping and, and, and join the marines oh like because i was i was 
that dead broke. Why? Why the and Marines was, though, man? You want to? You was like, if I'm going to the military, I'm going all in. Hey, they were the first person. I was so desperate. They were the first person that like come up to me. It was like, hey. Hey. I was working at a daily job, so that was like they showed me the chat. I'm like, this is better when I'm making now. I'm joining. I already, I already know your mindset because being from, I'm from Chesapeake and you're from Newport News, so you know right. that whole military area is like if you don't go to the military, then you're not getting a job there. Same. You ain't getting a job. Well, you ain't working for the shit. Oh yeah, same for Fayetteville. Yep. Because yep. he he was you know, at Fort Bragg, so yeah. Yeah, I know all about it. Um, yeah, bro, it was it was, but this I was in North Carolina at this time. Okay, mm-hmm. I was in Raleigh, North Carolina at this time, um, and it was the end of 2012. I sent Chuck D an email 2012 January, like Happy New Year, like mm-hmm. around that time. I never mm-hmm. got a response, so I figured he didn't like the song. He hit me up like two weeks before 2013. It was like I'm gonna play this song. The song was called. Uh, through my bars, he played it back to back. He played it on Friday night, double spin, Saturday night. They're like, I still got the e- it was the first email that I got in my Gmail account. Mm-hmm. I still got it, and it's actually him. So I just kept in contact with him. So every time, like, I hit him up on Twitter, he always responds. Uh, IG, he always responds, and I got in contact with um, the guy who runs his. Um, his radio station. His name mm-hmm. is Tim Idaho. So every time I come out with an album, I send it to Tim. Mm-hmm. And he like, every time, I'm going to let Chuck hear. He like it, we're going to play it on the radio station. So I kept that relationship with him. My next goal is to try to get in contact, like actually meet him. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that, that's, what, that's what my goal is, man, to see if I could take it to the next level. Well, you see, that that's that's a dope story, and I'm glad you told it because going on the verge of quitting, just mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. on my couch to getting the ear of one of the most iconic voices ever. ever. That's that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. That is so dope. That's, that's dope. And yeah. you know, we practice here like, don't quit, don't give up. Yeah, man. That that is like. Sometimes I kick myself in a you know in a in a in the ass because I'm like, man, like I almost like literally. By the end of like 2012, I was going to join him. Mm. But being that, like you say, this is such an iconic voice, not only in hip hop, but just in music, period. Yeah. Radio, he does voiceovers in, in, in movies and documentaries. Like for him to say, yo, you're a solid artist, and not just say behind closed doors, but to say it on Twitter, yeah, have right. people like, you up. You know, yeah. hundreds mm-hmm. of people like, yo, who is this kid? Like it, it meant a lot. So, I know I had something. Somebody like that, I, you know you got something to keep on working. So is that how you basically ended up in New York? Um, Yeah. My goal was to um, move to New York, in, honestly, in 2014. Mm-hmm. But it took longer than expected. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to grow with a group of people. Mm-hmm. But you you know how you, uh, you, know, you make a decision, everybody. It's like almost going on vacation. And everybody, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go. Ooh, and the date people just start, just start like falling off. Like, yo, I thought you was going to Miami. Nah, man, something came up. Yeah. As you get closer <laughs> to the gate, now all of a sudden, this is you. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right, I was just right. like, you know what? And I kept waiting on other people, and years were just like flying past. And before you know it, it was like for the five years that I've been waiting on other people when I should have left. Dang. So either New York or Atlanta, That's and I feel like say. I don't know how y'all feel, 
I don't know how y'all feel, but I feel like my sound is more New York than I agree. Yep. Down agree. south. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I just that's what made me want to go there. Your project will definitely either one of your projects will definitely got overlooked here. Even though I think Atlanta's kind of opening up, they do have some more like what's the Earth Gang and JID. Mm-hmm. They have more. They get they're getting more diverse black. They get more diverse artists, but it's it's still a slow transition because everything is, you know, more tra- classic trap bounce, all that. But you definitely went to, and it seems like you know, like that 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 Chuck D situation kind of spearheaded you to go there. Like he was telling you, like you got to go here. Like don't quit, mm-hmm. just stay in the game, keep right. focusing on New York. Like it was the next setup for your next move. And the radio show name I found it <laughs> is is it, and you don't stop the songs that mean something. Yep, those were the two radio stations that he played that song. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it 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 meant a lot. And on top of that, he not only will play independent artists, but he will play like he'll play my song, then he'll play Khan. Oh. He'll play my song, then he'll play Rhapsody. Or he'll play Jay Z. Like he will mix <clears throat> in indie artists with like major artists to make to make people listen and feel you know that you won't know it's an indie artist until he say he says it. So that's what's the, the dope thing about Chuck, man. Like he would really like look out, man. He didn't have to do that, but he, he to this day he still he still plays those um, songs on radio. So it's, it means a lot. Damn, do you get anything out of that? Like you see like spins or does it show like yeah, mass spins. What does it count towards? A lot of spins. Um, counts towards pretty much my ASCAP. I'm an ASCAP member. Okay. So uh, it counts towards that for the most part, being that I, I got them controlling, you know, uh, if I get spins, to get credit for that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a definite, a, a, y'all artists out here that was watching that, definitely make sure your stuff is copyrighted and you're, you're all on that because anytime your stuff gets played, if we're featuring your music on our channel and it gets played, your, your copyrights override our views. So whatever we're getting um, monetized for, Y'all are getting that. So this platform is for everybody, for the artists, for us. So if you got your stuff locked in and solid, if you're if you're your only video on our whole entire thing is over a million views, you're getting all of that. So you get all of it. Yeah. And on top of it, you know, it don't take that long. And it's not expensive. That's the thing that, you know, that's the the, the stereotypes that you like, you gotta pay mad money. Yeah. I had to pay a few dollars. Like it wasn't even compared to what people spend on a daily basis. It's really not that much for your future. You know what I'm saying? This is for right. future references and radio spins that people, you know, they so focus on the appearance and forget the, the business side of it. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. And you don't know who's going to pick up your song. Like, you could get picked up for, like, a movie, commercial, anything. So then you find out you're short of a check. Um, <laughs> like you said, radio, commercial, like, anything, man. Anything. Like, it, it, you can get some money off that. Right, so definitely handle your business. Definitely. Yeah. So how did you, like, what, like, when did, okay, I'm trying to follow the time right here. Okay, North Carolina, about to quit, moved to New York. That's where we at now, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, what were your first, seeing that you're not from New York, and you're like, you're from Virginia, but that's not really, like, East Coast, per se, you know, it's like halfway. Like, how did you, how was that? How was that blended into that whole different environment and getting used to that? And more importantly, like your music, like, you know, New York is very defensive 
about their Very. sound and their music, even though they're not really running things right now, holistically. <laughs> <laughs> but they're very prideful in their music and their culture, which they should. They contribute a lot to it. So how did you, like, get into all of that and still keep your sound and keep yourself? As far as, like, moving here, getting adjusted to the scene? The scene, yeah. the sound, like, keep, like, stands, like, moving to, like, like, imagine if you moved to New, uh, Atlanta, like, you know, you have your sound, you know you can rap, but then you just hearing what people are liking and like, dang, should I change this or should I stick to what I'm doing? Like, did you fight with any of those battles up there? Honestly, to be, I mean, to be honest with you, no. Because, like, like I had a show, my first show at SOBs. Um, Go ahead, drop, pick York. up that name, Scott. Go ahead, pick up that name, Scott. Man, nah, I'm, um, man performing I'm at really... SOBs. Go ahead and pick it up right on up. <laughs> <laughs> it um it was these cats from East New York, right? East and New East York. New York, you think of uh, you know what I'm saying, uh Uncle Murda, mm -hmm. you think of Mano, Pink you think of, you know, Jamie, all of these people, but when they got on stage, right. they sound like they a lot of these New York artists sound like they're from Texas, cool. they're from Georgia. They're from Florida. They're from North Carolina. Like, so if it didn't really feel like, honestly, it really didn't feel like I was away from home. Okay. Only thing I had to get used to was really, you know, you know, certain trains being on Ricardo, but that was easy. <laughs> so as far as the music scene, it was kind of like the tables were turned. It was like they were sounding like they were from the South. I get on there and I'm more more lyrical or more my beats are not traditional southern beats right so they look at me or the crowd would look at me like i'm a breath of fresh air mm -hmm. so it's kind of eerie but it, it it really didn't make me feel like i had to change my sound at all to be honest. man that's a definitely a yeah, good way really of, of putting it of saying it's a breath of fresh air because that when i was listening to this i was thinking to myself like like my Ooh. demographic my age group loves this type of content and sound. So then I was trying to figure out if, when I was going to ask you, like, how do you fit in in this times? But that's like, you explained it perfectly. Yeah, being true to, yeah. Yeah, um, honestly, yeah, that's a good question. No, go ahead, I'm on back. No, I was going to say, like, even when we're on the show, we hear, um, mm -hmm. like, you or another, matter of fact, the artist we just had, like, you get caught up, it's, it's program, radio program, you get caught up in hearing the same stuff and not even knowing it, so when we hear different stuff and it's good, it's just like, man, I do like other stuff. Let me dig into my playlist a little further and mm -hmm. go back and revisit. So I, I definitely can see and agree with that. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, and, and my only, I guess my only scare was as far as reaching people that were younger than me. Um, with the health of social media, as far as demographic, if they telling you like Instagram would tell you like to the point where where people are watching your content, mm -hmm. how old are they? Mm -hmm. um, Twitter would tell you like what kind of phone they use, their like how much they make in a year, what kind of movies that they like. Like mm -hmm. it, it breaks it down to the T. So it made me also. Um, to my demographic of who I'm trying to reach as well. Okay. So at first, like you were saying earlier, like as far as my age group, like I know for the fact a lot of them in my age group would like it. My concern was are people younger than me, like the age of between 18 to 25, mm -hmm. are they really like 
with, do they really like my music? You know what I'm saying? Are they really listening or paying attention to my content? And that's what right. I would think, you know, that's what most of my fans are as far as online is concerned. Is the ages between 18 and 25. Then after that, then it's like 26 to 34, which is my age group. Now, how, those are my biggest fans. So speaking of social media, since we're new to doing like public business social media, so I already know, mm-hmm. you know, you put up your posts, you get all these different likes, random followers. Do you fall in the trap of like, you click on somebody that follows you, they got two pictures in their dog pictures, but they got 20,000 followers. And it's like, how on earth do you have 20,000 followers? <laughs> I got over 500 posts and I can't crack 350. I've seen it on your page right. too. You get the same thing like, hey, you're doing a great job. If you don't mind, check out my post. I just swipe left <laughs> and delete the hell out of them joints, man. Bro, I hate that. Oh my goodness. But it co- it comes with the game, unfortunately. It's, it's, almost, game, like, it's almost like the, the rap game or the meat is like you love hip hop, but you don't like. I, I love hip hop, but I hate the music. Hmm. If that makes sense, which yeah. is almost you know it's a double edged sword because it does you need can't have one without the other right. kind of sort. As far as if you want to make it, as far as uh, business wise, right. but do you just think- talking about? This? I do this thing called random thoughts on my IG story where I just random times I think of these things that come to my mind and I share with the people. And today on my random thoughts, I was talking about um, instead of focusing on how many likes you got, mm-hmm. focus on your reach. How many people are you reaching mm-hmm. and what's the impact that you have on their lives through whatever ambition or dream that you had. And I think that's the part that we're missing. We're so um, worried about the attention we get, but we forget, we, you know, lose track of holding on to the attention that we already had. Hmm. That's true. And, it's funny you said that too, because we had a meeting like a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. And we were talking about what we were going to do because our year is coming up faster than, <laughs> than we expected. Yeah. And we were just yeah. talking and then we was just like, we had to reground ourselves because he's like, we got a lot of work to do. You know, uh, we got a lot of things we need to put in place before we go to the next level so i definitely agree with that message and i'm not an artist at all but just in general in life yeah, just in I general just yeah. in, you know no and it, it that relates to you as a podcast too because everything now is turning to dope content mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's like you gotta have the dopest picture with the dopest caption mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. dopest clothes with the, and the shoes with the right you hashtags and all that and that's another thing that helps I like about Instagram. It shows you like the people who like your stuff, mm-hmm. how they found your page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you I end up finding us? Um matter of fact, let me ask you two questions in one. How did you end up finding us and how, why did you trust us with your music? I guess maybe because you had all your stuff already protected and all that, so it was like whatever. I mean, yeah, as far as for that, yeah. And I already had a relationship with, um, um, I don't know if I should talk about that, people, but, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. he found out he, he knew he was connected. He was plugged in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was already connected mm-hmm. through prior relationships. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, he got he got word that, hey, they're doing a podcast. All right, let me send. So it was already, the trust was already there. Gotcha. So it was just a moment of fact. I was looking at it more, um, it's an opportunity for me. Mm-hmm. I looked at it because it's a new platform. Not everybody know 
Um, you know what I'm saying? Now everybody know who I am. Mm-hmm. Y'all just start out. So I think it's just a, a relationship that we I can build throughout the years as well. As y'all grow, I'm growing too. Because, I mean, let's keep it real. It's not like I'm some big time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at it as an opportunity. Yeah. You know, and I'm glad, I'm glad you said that too. Because we've had guests in the past. It's a handful of artists that we've had that really push it as an opportunity. Yeah. And that's all we're really here for. And it and like some shows we, we you know, we meet up after the show and talk and it's just like I don't understand like how you go through the whole process and not <laughs> of show getting up. on the show and not show up for your show and not even pump your own show. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not the hugest media outlet, but it's traffic going towards you. Like we don't really we don't do nothing crazy. We don't like do no slick clickbait stuff. Like we don't do none of that. Stuff. And to, right. and to add on to that is like I separate the show for the show, and then I also separate your music and us introducing y'all as the feature artists of the week. So you would expect to take just that little seven eight minute clip as your own clip and pump that yourself. You don't even have and to. It myself. Yeah, that's the thing, bro. Y'all, and that's another thing people got to realize that what y'all do. A lot of people, a lot of other podcasts though i don't like how y'all do clips of like tomorrow y'all may post a clip of something that i said mm-hmm. and y'all may post it on instagram and facebook mm-hmm. or ig whatever you're not going to get that with a lot of other content they may post it but you you're not going to be able to get that clip yeah you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying or um you know with contracts and it's like you can't release this at a certain time and and also to keep it real a lot of people charging for no reason yeah they don't even have a platform and they charging like five hundred dollars for for a ten minute interview and cast be paying Who's your boy? no real problem. Your boy no jumper Adam twenty two. He was trying to say that his platform is the biggest indie platform now. He was like, I play anybody's music, this, that, and the third. But then I found out he charging people three hundred dollars to sit there. He's charging people three hundred dollars to sit there and listen to his song on a live stream. And he like, yo, and this I, is straight I'm, and keep on I'm moving. I have to say this too, being that this is live, I have to say this. Any artist out there, I sound like shit nice. You want to be all in the video, all on record. <laughs> Come to, well, I would, I, I, speaking of Shug Knight, I know he wish he was dancing and singing all in the videos. Now he got 28 years. But that's another something. Yeah, man. Like, like I, I want to be in the video. But like, artists out there, I don't care if you're a musician. I don't care if you're a painter. I don't care if you are a uh, uh, fashion designer. You should not pay to showcase your art. Facts. Stop paying these cats hundreds of dollars. I don't care if it's $20 to showcase your art. You don't go to work. You don't pay to go to work. Right. They pay you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Depending on what, what that um, agreement is. There's a lot of cats out here especially in New York, because New York got this whole like aura that it's, it's the big apple and you can make it here. So promoters would like, I don't, y'all ever seen janky promoters with like Ice Cube and um, yeah. it's a lot of janky ass promoters out here that's be like, you know, we can, you know, they sell you a dream or you can perform in New York and you'd be performing at some hole in the wall club. Nobody heard well, of I it. know the owner's son who was in <laughs> yeah. the demo on the left. <laughs> Can't be charging like five hundred dollars to perform one song. Wow! For five hundred, 
And that's, that's crazy because you can really like do a live stream on your thing and do a concert if you propped your phone up. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't understand how cat and 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 I think it is people just don't know and they're so hungry to get out there. But at the same time, you got to be smart about your business Could and really think like that doesn't make sense. Well, even think people just want to escape. Well, think about this though: if they're paying five hundred dollars out there to do that, right? You could use five hundred dollars to promote a clip. Or an album on right. face, uh, it's uh, Instagram or well on Facebook, Instagram is the Instagram. same thing. And five hundred dollars gets you like twenty thousand people. For however many 20, days, easy. For however many days you endless followers. Yeah, people want to skip. So it it, it it doesn't make sense. I've got hundreds of followers off of just spending ten dollars on promo for Facebook and Instagram. Listen, I found out that we had a Facebook credit of ten dollars yesterday. I used your uh post that I had posted up on IG I used that yeah. $10 credit because I was like well this is our first episode so let me promote it and see what we can do I think, we're at, I think we're at like 350 like somewhere somewhere around there but we'll see oh that that the numbers went out when I saw it yeah 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 I saw yeah. that uh, yeah. Yeah. Bro, people don't pay like people don't pay attention to that and they I just had to say that man because people are really wasting money out here like selling these Pinky from Friday Dreams, like you know, <laughs> oh, like people be really and people be coming from like Alabama, Atlanta, Florida. One dude came from like Port off to Texas to perform out here, and he's had to spend like three hundred and fifty dollars, and he only did two songs, and they like cut him off. Travel, food, uh, that's oh, crazy. That is crazy, and it's it's like a whole Wu Tang Clan set. Of artists in one night, so by the time you finish, it's three in the morning. Like, oh. bro, ain't nobody three in the morning. And you, and you know what? You're probably rapping the rappers, right? Right, exactly. Like, bro, oh, nobody on a random Tuesday night. Yeah, ain't nobody doing that. Nah, ain't nobody. I'm, I'm definitely not there on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having it. So this, uh, let's bring it back to the album. Yeah, let's bring it let's back bring to your back your to your, pro, your project. What was the process going yeah. into to this this project? I know your first the first one that I seen on iTunes was four years ago. So for four years to now, we got this one. What were you trying to? I already know there's a big sound difference between the two, even though the bars is still yeah. there, the the song content is still there. I can still hear the difference. And, and this, yeah, and this. Oh, go ahead. I was about to say, and also side note to your ear for this production, man. Like I get every time your beat starts, I'm like, who? How is he getting these fucking beats, man? <laughs> yo, I get, and that's like probably the number one question I get. Like, yo, who be doing your beats? Since I've started rapping, I've been always blessed to know a lot of producers and even when i was working on my like pretty much how i got started with this album and um when i was done with my last album i was already working on this already had the title for it already had the concept and everything already i was already maybe like five songs deep Mm -hmm. for for this new album um i recorded over i would say 35 songs okay uh for this to try to find a good 11, 10 to 11 songs uh, for this album. I already had the concept. It's really what started it was the title, Voice for the Voiceless. Okay. That's what started the concept of this album. And it was kind of like a playoff of the last album. I feel like, you know, Road to Greatness, Journey for Lost Soul, being at, uh, at the end of the song uh, from the last album, it was like, okay, I know what I want. Yeah. 
I want to speak for the people. You know what? That really tied, that correlates both albums perfectly. I didn't even catch that until you said it because I was going to say this album, you're more aggressive, you're more confident, and it's like you're setting your, you're like, you're you're stating your claim with this album. Like, I'm nice. I'm not, don't box me in as this type of rapper. I can do anything. Put a you sequence this album very well as well, uh, very well. Like it Thank flows, and th- that story because the first album that's kind of like you're kind of figuring out. That's what I, like the way you just describe it is how I heard both albums and I just put it together for me. It's like a story now. Like you have to listen to it in order now because that makes perfect yeah, sense. You got to listen to it in order because it's mm-hmm. actually yeah, that's how I set up. I like I like concept albums. Uh, I was always grew up learning. Uh, like my favorite rappers ended up to being storytellers. Mm-hmm. Tupac was a storyteller. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube was a storyteller. Slick Rick was a storyteller. Jay-Z, Nas, these are Biggie. These are all storytellers. Mm-hmm. So I like the sequence of my albums like that. So it's, it, you're exactly right. Like, Journey of a Lost Soul is like, I'm lost in trying to find who I am as an artist, mm-hmm. as a man, and by the end of the album, okay, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. Yeah, on that album, That's you, what you, voice- you talked about your struggle a lot and people trying to convince you out of doing music and stuff like that or not taking you serious, yeah. as serious as you were in your mind. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what um, that's what the, where the title came from. And the subject matter that you hear throughout the album for A Voice for the Voiceless is I feel like these are... Uh, issues that not to say they don't they're not being talked about but i feel like they're not being talked about enough mm-hmm. hip-hop to I, me, I feel like hip-hop has always started it was for the voiceless it's like hip-hop was for mm-hmm. the forgotten it was in this um the west side of the bronx like these are people that was living in the hood living in the ghetto the schools took out music programs and that's where hip-hop came from it came from their parents records so they play break beats to dance to them and this is what hip-hop was all about and i sometimes i feel like we kind of gotten away from that so i just wanted to bring that back and and to discuss that on this album so that's pretty much how like the tracks the the sequence of the album the piece that i've chose and the aggressiveness that you hear on the album that's different from the last i know that was a long-winded like <laughs> no, 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 no. that's but it's dope because you get to really I think that's why I know that's probably why with me and him like interviews because it, br- it brings everything together, yeah. especially with artists that we like or are interested in. Because, like, it's anybody, not anybody, you hear a lot of dope music, whatever, but like, you don't know the reason behind it. But if you get the whole story, yeah. it just makes yeah. everything like for I'm just gonna say Jeezy because the person like we rock with Jeezy because we've seen the transition of Jeezy, <laughs> like, yeah. exactly. getting to the end, like, where you started and where you at now. So. I also noticed um, on the album that you mm-hmm. got real personal on a lot of personal topics, not just like on the political or what's going on now. Like you went into your life, like was that difficult to do, or like how did you get comfortable like going into like personal? Like I did one about your father. I seemed like it was personal. Yeah, one about sickle cell uh, in there too. Sickle cell. I had to run that one back. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that one was that one was deep. Um, it was another you know, one. I think you have a relationship one on here too that was deep. Like, how do you like? Be more. That was probably be more. That yeah. was real. Personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, honestly, 
and, and that's why this this it's fits so perfectly synchronous with the last album because a lot of these emotions or a lot of the thing I was going through, I was recording uh Road the Greatest Journey of a Lost Soul. Like Be More was a true it was based on a true story that I was talking to a young lady at the time. It didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it, the reason why it didn't work out because she didn't quite understand my drive as far as for the music. And being that she wasn't a big hip hop fan and she wasn't an artist herself. Anytime you you meet that special someone and you have, but you still ambitious, you still have a, a passion, it's kind of hard for them to relate if they don't know or don't come from that world. So yeah. it's like, like in the movie, I did a, that's why I did a short film. Like in the movie, yeah. I mean, the short film where she says, Oh, your album is out. That means you're going, you know, you got time to yeah. chill at home more, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, I got to start. I got to, <laughs> right. Yeah, this is just getting started. I got to travel. I got to tour. I got to do radio. So it's like she's not understanding of it. So that's where I guess Be More comes from. As far as me being personal, honestly, it's really not that hard as far as me writing it in, in the studio. I guess it's more difficult for me to talk about it um, sometimes, but as far as me like performing it on stage, interviews, like I'm fine with that. But it's like, I guess behind closed doors or people that I don't know, it is kind of difficult, which is weird because it's usually the other way around. Way around, right. But you're, I guess you're more comfortable with the music than anything else. Yeah. Like, I don't have a problem with talking about that junk on stage, but it's like after I get off stage, like, all right. <laughs> I don't know y'all. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm done well, I'm glad. I'm, like my favorite artist of all time is Tupac. So Tupac never had a problem with, you know, expressing his most yeah. deeper inner thoughts. So that's why I kind of get that from as well. well. I took a, you know, page from his book. My favorite song on this album pretty much covers, you covered all topics, personal, cultural, um, what's the other one? Political. Um, on this track, yeah. this one is called uh, "Pray for Me." It's a super, it's super dope. When I heard this joint, I ran it back like three times. That was when I stopped yeah. too. So I want to, <laughs> I want to, I want to play this joint now for everybody. It's on uh, his new album. Um, this one's called called "Pray for Me." Descendant. Y'all ready? The time has come. Sitting in your house, my dad sweating and crying. Heart the washed up, my father was dying. He not the only one, a lot of people in here wildin'. I'm fanning him down, cool air that I'm providing. As he gets up, leave his troubles behind him. Words are like food for the soul, so he dying. I'm a juvenile, trying to figure out what's happening. Watching my dad, energy being sapping. Awful spiritual interaction and passion. We can feel you in the room, positive reaction. This one man. Control the crowd like an MC No one later on in life That's who I want to be The message very strong Moment of clarity Put the green in the gold plate Like charity As a youngin learning This was a sight to see But the concept of it all Was confusing Confusing. I walk around blind But I can see Lockdown the bond Is fighting to be free Told for the truth But I can't pay the fee Enemies taking my energy Pray for me Pray for me for me pray for me pray for me 
that no one could ever tell me. Uh. Be careful what you do, he sees everything. Yo, is he the prince of peace or the boogeyman? On his journey, becoming a better man. I'm gonna ask him the source to understand. People speak for the man, won't lend a helping hand. I'm asking questions, never hear from them again. They full of politics, so I'm coming to you. If my soul is on the line, what do I gotta lose? What's more important, the preacher or the church? If the pastor's gone, the church can't recover from the hurt. By no means am I challenging your worth. I just sing the ending and this process don't work. I'm mad because they already won. Dying from a barrel of a gun or getting hung. Getting hung. Look at the conditions that we come from. So much on my mind. Please listen, I'm your son. I walk around blind, but I can't see. Locked down, the bond is fighting to be free. Told for the truth, but I can't pay the fee. Enemies taking my energy. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. I need some answers that no one could ever tell me. I recognize your true lies. I see a disguise trying to survive. Swallow my pride. Ain't the devil's pie. Now it's time for me to ride. I need answers. I recognize your true lies. I see a disguise trying to survive. Swallow my pride. Ain't the devil's pie. Now it's time for me to ride. I need this white image make my skin tone diminish reform their premise know the truth no more gimmicks creator of the universe not king of england trapped in the mind good slaves fabrication and demons lineage spirit connection destroyed by treason while grieving put faith in something we don't believe in they say you the author but i don't see your name stole from others mixed with lies personal gain don't believe face based i was trained Feel my heart and my soul, mind obtain You a list like black people hanging from a tree Through the falsehood, I realize you were me uh. Alright, that was one of the album cuts Pray for me A voice for the voiceless by Descendant Super hard, man Super hard track Super hard track I think, um, what's, what track number was that? That was... That was three. Yeah, so but when I was on three, I was in mid-stride. And I was like, oh, I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that. I was like, yo, I got to run this whole entire thing back. Well, appreciate it, man. Yeah, bro. That was uh, that was kind of personal, too, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you switched it. I mean, your first first was personal. Then you got into, like, you know, culture and wondering about the church and religion. Yeah. You touched everything on that song. <clears throat> yeah, I touched, and, and that was how, like, and I mean, it was a story behind that. I don't know if y'all, uh, I get into that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. Um, it was a story behind that song. Um, my mom used to go to this church. It's, it's no more, so I can say the name of it. It was called One Touch Ministries, right? Like, it's a cool church, but I always, like, I don't know if this is right, but I always got my eye when it comes to like churches, man. Is this is like, are you really for the community, yeah, yeah. or you you got your own agenda and your own narrative? Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You definitely so, got to worry about that nowadays. You gotta worry about it, man, because they'll they'll have your loved ones out here believing in something that or doing something that is like, nah. Yeah. You, you know, not to say my mom was doing something crazy, but it was just I put it to you like this. The, the the church was called 
Industries, but I think he wanted to lay a hand on my mom, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, and he was married. And on top of that, he had kids. And it's like all this like stuff was just coming out. And the church fell apart because the the wife uh, left him. And it's like after the wife left, half the ministry like left. And it's like, it just went down here towards there. So it was like, I kept, it was like a frustration for me, so it's just like, okay, I'm tired of going through with these people who say they know you. I want to go to the source. I was always told if you want to know the truth, go to the, go to the source, go to the person, right. go to the hear from the horse's mouth. So it's like, all right, I don't I don't need no pastors. I don't need no, you know, youth ministry. Let me talk to you personally. So it's, this is like a record I wrote if I was able to talk to the creator. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let me not go through other people i want to go through you so this is like me talking to the creator and getting the answer for myself right that's dope that's dope that's dope um and i like that you i do hear like i don't want to say i'll say spiritual references throughout your music but it doesn't come off as preachy which i appreciate Mm -hmm. um i'm all for a good message in life just in general not religious or spiritual but I also don't want to be. I, I, it's good to hear it in an enjoyable form. If that makes sense, I don't. It, it comes yeah, no, off natural. Makes, it doesn't come off like. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So that, I thought that was dope. Yeah, trying to like point that finger at you, like you got to yeah. do this. Do, 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 do. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. not my, not my music. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I come from a spiritual place, but it's it's not to a point where it's a particular um, religion. You know what I'm right. saying? Like. It's not that because I, to be keep it real with you, like I have my fans are very unique. Uh, some of my fans, and that's the, I got a lot of fans that are atheists that don't believe in God at all. But like you said, I put a lot of spirituality and I talk about God in my songs a lot, and they love those songs. Yeah, they never come, they never come to me and be like, "Yo, man, why you talking about God?" And I don't believe it's never that. Like one of my biggest fans, he's actually older cat. He's a black dude. He's like over 40. He don't like God at all. Like, he don't believe in that. But mm-hmm. he knows that I talk about God, but that doesn't seem to offend him or upset. He came to a show. All of that. So it's like all the way how you present it. And like you said, I wanted to be more enjoyable. Yeah, preach. you're not pushing it on. You're not pushing it on to somebody like forcing and it's your beliefs. Right. It's somebody, somebody did an interview with me two years ago and they said something interesting he said he said you're not a conscious rapper you're a rapper with a conscience okay right. and i was like you know what you're right and it's yeah. it's not i don't want to be put in that box like i'm walking around with leather african medallion saying he's my <laughs> well, no, that's a great that's a great point that you because you're I, I don't see you as a backpacker when i hear you i don't see you as like a conscious rapper either when I hear you but from you saying Tupac and you're a storyteller yes you tell your story very well yeah thank you yeah that, and that's that's what I'm glad you said it. yo I'm glad you said it. that's that's honestly my goal I was not trying to when people hear me I don't want to put I don't want them to put me in the box mm-hmm. only box I don't want them to put me in is the genre rap music and I belong in hip hop culture yeah. that's it other than that like cause I don't want to do a song and you be like, well, that's unexpected because you like you don't you don't know what you're gonna get. From. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? So I want to keep that, you know, mysterious. Like, you don't know where I'm going to, you know, what angle I'm going to hit you with. With my next album, next song, next verse, all that good stuff. Because then you also rolled from right from Pray For Me into Bless, where you were just saying, like, regardless of how hard life is, just always understand that you're blessed and it could always be worse. So you just rolled from from that right into positivity. Was that planned? Like, you just wanted to make that smooth segue? Honestly, yeah, because, okay, I want to tell you another story. I'm actually telling two stories in the album. The track list is the story itself. Mm-hmm. And the actual songs. Okay. So if you follow the track list, it's like something that I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm, a, I'm putting a message through the track list. That's why it's, it's in order the way it is. Gotcha. And throughout the song as well. So it was, it wasn't like when I wrote it, I didn't plan that. It actually just came together like. That. So it wasn't something like I wanted to come up with a cohesive project. But it just came out like that, so I'm glad it did. Okay, so all right, so so you're saying that so you got pray for me, blessed. Next was crown, which was dope. Then you roll right into be more, but then after be more, you're like f it, let me just go to hardcore because now I'm mad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Yeah. Maybe I missed this, but what is the acronym for the track eight? What does that stand for? Did I miss it? Dime is uh, distinguished, intelligent men of excellence. Okay. Okay, that's dope. Okay, okay. So it's kind of a play on words because when you hit Dom, you're gonna automatically assume a pretty a pretty woman. Mm-hmm. So Dime is the story behind that. I used to be in this organization in high school called Dime, <clears throat> Distinguished Intelligent Men of Excellence. So the song is um uh it's pretty much I written it to the stereotypes that we're faced black men are faced with, and women are faced with when they're born. I wanted to particularly stick with black men. Okay. And, and that's why I talk about in the beginning of the song, as far as the stereotype that's placed on me as soon as I'm born, yeah, I like already, before I, even yeah, yeah. Work, before I even, these are already stereotypes that I'm born with. It's like, no, I come from a lineage of distinguished, intelligent black men. Not just, and people, when people hear that, they're automatically going to assume Martin Luther King, Michael Max, George Washington Carver, uh, yeah. No, I'm talking about the lineage that you come from mm-hmm. out there. That y'all come from. Like, it's isn't that the great- track where it was like you were saying, um, not to cut you off, but this is, that's the track that you were saying like, you yeah. know, your parents are set here and you're supposed to take what your parents did and enhance it there? Was that that track? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that that's yeah, that's definitely the track. So it was just like taking that torch and, and of what I feel like we are as black men mm-hmm. and where we can go in the future rather than always that's why I came up with the shirts <laughs> the thug pimp nigga and the king and, the, and for women as well mm-hmm. it comes from those that track and crown actually okay I say it in the two crown so yeah it was it's, it's pretty much um based off of just uplifting men of black men uh, throughout the uh, throughout the world really you know what I'm saying so that's dope. Dope. Now with dope. with B more, when you did B more, did you know that was gonna be the one, man? Because every time I hear B more, that is like the stand. Even though like pray for me, super hard, super dope, hardcore, super hard, yeah. super dope. But when you hear B more, there's something about B more sound that is just like 
Like, you know, if you're looking at that weird kaleidoscope thing, but then you got to, like, put it real close to your face and then you got to move it away. <laughs> Be More is what pops out out of that whole, out of all the songs. Like, did you, like, you did a short uh, short film about it. I watched that, which was dope as well. Um, but, like, Appreciate did it. you know that was going to be, like, this is the one that I'm going to push the hardest? That was, if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> besides Have Nots was the first song I recorded uh, that I had for the album. More was the second. I knew Be More was going to be the first single when I heard the beat. Okay. I just felt it in my heart like this has to be the person. Yeah. Because it sounds totally, because it was so against the grain of my last album. Mm-hmm. Like if mm-hmm. I put this out and that and that's what I got, like, yo, this don't sound like what I'm used to hearing from. So I it, when I heard the beat and I was able to freestyle and I came off um I was freestyling the chorus and I was like, Yeah, this has to be the same. This it definitely pulls you in. That song definitely pulls you in. Yeah, cause when um, me and me and Scott heard that on the show, I was like, "This shit is hard, bro." For it to be this type of song, me and yeah, Scott were like, like "Yo, this shit is hard." Yeah, it, it like yeah, it's one of those songs like you like if it's on a playlist and you just cleaning up and you just be like, "Like, what is this? Let me go get my phone if I can yeah, yeah, see, see what, what it is." Type song. Yeah, that's it's one of those perfect lists, Joyce. Yeah, and and that's what Spotify. I think I feel like that song became such a success. So many people put that put it on their playlist, mm-hmm. and a lot of um, Spotify playlists put it on their playlist as well. So it got a lot of traction. How was it on it? That's why I kind of let. It, huh? I was about to say, how was that received? It was. It, it I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna lie. In the beginning, it was tough. I was kind of like, count myself just a little bit. I'm not even gonna lie to you because when I first put it out and I was sending it to blogs, mm-hmm. I was getting no left and right. Like, nah, this ain't it. Oh, and it was, and it was like it was real picky. It was like, yo, we like the beat, but the vocals is too weak. Mm. Yo, the vocals is dope, but the beat is too boring. Um, strong message, but we could have felt like you could have did something more with the background folks. It was just like Nick picky yeah. stuff. It was to the point, you know, I liked it, but I played it for my team, and nobody liked it. Uh. Like the last one that I got that I stopped paying attention after it was like the tenth one, I got mad nose for the scene as far as blogs are concerned. Hmm. Like one dude was like, um, everyone liked it, but we just felt like it wasn't good for our platform. How does that make <laughs> We didn't sense? know what to do with it. Because that I was is- like, what? Like everybody them. liked it, but y'all didn't know where to put it. Like that was his excuse. And I was just like after that, I was like, you know what? man i'm just going like release it to the fans mm-hmm. and the people and let me they're going to be the people who predict this joint because i was mm-hmm. trying to do like a rollout but it just wasn't working like all the blogs was like majority of the blogs not all it's like nah this ain't it so when i actually released the song and the short film behind it it got the, the attention that i thought it deserved so i was like okay maybe i wasn't tripping maybe it was just the blogs is tripping you know what i'm saying so and that's another thing too. Like, when you in the music industry, like you're gonna get a bunch of no's, a bunch, right. a bunch of no's, bro. Like, do, so many doors slammed in your face, so many you corny, and some some people may be downright disrespectful. Like, yo, this is trash. It's the worst I ever heard. 
yo, don't stop rapping, whatever it is, but you got to like really believe in yourself and like keep going because it, it gets tough, man. It, it definitely gets tough. Couldn't nothing yeah, be more tough. Create... Go ahead. Oh, I was about to say, even if you, cause we had a discussion a lot, like if you're creating anything or putting out anything from shirts to the music to a podcast, like everybody's not gonna like everything. Like we don't like everything that comes out with music. So you just have to be realistic with yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And just understand that that's the case. So. But see, with us as a platform, though, like that's that's good that you say those behind the stuff scenes. Like you get all these no's and all this is trash or stop rapping. <laughs> like our, our platform, we just want to hear your music. And right. if we could critique it, we could critique it cool, but we're not going to sit here and be like, that joint's trash. And every and we're all laughing about it. People in the chat are laughing about it. We'll let the chat kill you all day. That's cool. But we're not going we're not going to kill your music, especially yeah. if you're taking the time right. to put yourself out there like that, because then nobody's going to want to send send music. It'll be no show. It'll be pointless. The platform is what? It'll be no show. And, and, and that's I'm glad you said that, too. And that's why I feel like it separates y'all platform is so unique and different because y'all actually care about the culture and music. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of content, a lot of blogs, a lot of websites, radio stations got away from. Everyone's so worried about everything else but what we came here, what brought us here. It was the music. Yeah. No, we weren't about what you're wearing. We weren't about who you date, what you drive. I mean, you know, how, how much money you got. How many views you got? Oh, you only got 30 likes, so we're not going to play your song because you don't, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, Mm -hmm. that's why I enjoy not just for me, but like when I tune in and just see other artists that y'all interview, that y'all play, it's like, no, y'all really care about music. And that's what a lot of blogs and a lot of radio stations, a lot of media, period, gets away from. Y'all take it back to the essence of music. So I want to thank y'all for that because it's not a lot of platforms out there. Thanks, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, appreciate that, man. Hey, man. That's really what we're here for. On some, on some side note shit, you know, what was the joint you said on your first album where you were like, you got on stage, but your mic was cut off? Oh, I laughed so hard at that, yo. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that was the first time in high school. Um, that's when I got booed. That's the first time The first time I rapped, I got booed off stage. How did you get booed my if your mic was, was off? Booed. Because my mic was off and I didn't need to stay. <laughs> I was I was too determined. I'm like, no, nah, y'all not y'all not gonna like just cut me off like that. It worked in like the first two to three. No, I say three to five uh, words and cut off. I didn't know it at the time. Backstage, and the football team was like, "Yo, yo, get off stage." Yo, did we lose? Like, oh, I didn't care. I was so determined, like, "Yo, when I, the next time I rap, the next time I perform, I'm gonna kill it, and y'all gonna y'all gonna respect." I got laughed at. I didn't care. That just made me like really go hard, to be honest. Cause I could have stopped. Cause I got booed bad, bro. I got booed. <laughs> <laughs> like, and this is a high school like talent show so it's over keep in mind it's over 350 people there so not only the yeah, school, high school you know yeah. not only school it's the like school like the students parents faculty staff security guards the lunch people and it's like Saturday <laughs> night I mean Friday nights it's the worst like setup ever but it just made me strong so hard well, I will, look at you now though I mean 
you be rocking uh you rock the same spot because we see your instagram posts of you on stage and stuff like that you got your mans beside you i guess or however that works y'all be at the same i said that um i said look at you now because we watch your instagram posts of you performing on stage and you got your mans beside you guys it looks like you're always performing at the same spot do you like just your reoccurring guests at that spot or you jump from different places because it'd be on some trendy shit in the background Oh, um. <laughs> no, um, I perform at uh, different spots. A lot of times, are you talking about my recent post? Yeah, like the past. The do I there was one post that I took of you just straight up performing. I chopped it up to two songs to kind of make it seem like you were performing those two songs. When you were the featured artist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. The, it's these two spots that really that I really enjoy in Harlem. One is called Shrine. You probably talking about Shrine, and the other is called Savannah. Cool. I go there a lot because that's how I meet different musicians mm-hmm. and networking with different musicians as far as jazz players, singers, bass players, drummers. A lot of my friends that I that I'm close with now that I've built like a. It's almost like we honestly. I mean, we almost like building another Harlem Renaissance again. Um, so a lot of my, the people that I play with that you see is like, we play together. I pay them to to play with me Mm -hmm. because it separates me from the bunch Mm -hmm. because I also perform with a live band. Yeah. I was about to say, do you always perform with a live band? No, 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 no. Um, lately. Yeah. But not always. What's the the better vibe? Like the last, say it again. What's the better vibe? The live band or just going out there and doing your thing? I had to say the thing. It, it, it depends on the crowd, and it, I would say it depends on the show and the janky as well. Now, I did it with two turntables and a mic. I kept both sets. But when I did this, when I did the tracks, I got everyone's attention. When I did a band, I got the owner of SOBs looking at me. Okay. So it was like music is X. So it was like they could put me into different settings. When you when you hear rappers, you automatically assume they can rap on their own tracks, mm-hmm. but it takes a true artist to rap with a band. Yeah. That's true. I was about to say that a lot of a lot of artists don't even rap no more. They just play the and talk over it. Yeah, they just they rap over their tracks. Um, rap over their vocals. So when I did like SOBs, the um, the sound man, one of the sound men at SOBs just like pulled me to the side, like, yo, the owner of SOBs, the manager of SOBs was like, yo, who is that? Bring him back. Dope. And he was at this, my first show, but not to say that I didn't do well, but it was other rappers who was rapping over that track. So after a while, you get, you tune it out. It's like, it's the same mode. Yeah. So right. when I do a band, it, it's a whole different vibe. I get a whole nother my artist I mean my fan base or seems like it gets a little older too because you already grabbed the younger crowd because it's hip hop mm-hmm. but when you perform with a, with a saxophone it may be a jazz player that may not like hip hop and be like yo I like what you did with that so it's like I my, my uh, fan base grows a little bit more when I do band Man, that used to be one of my favorite things back at MTV Unplugged. That used oh, to be one yeah. of my favorite oh, joints. I wish they would bring that back. 
Well, yeah, with Jay Z and Lauryn Hill mm-hmm. and LL Cool J, those are my three favorite. And uh, Tupac too. Those are my four favorite when I've seen Jay Z, Lauryn Hill, Tupac, and um and LL Cool J. When I saw those, yeah, ain't no love, yo. Ain't no love on Unplug with Jaguar, right? Is like the craziest. Like he's even amazed. Like he just stops and looks at it. Like this is live, people. Like this ain't no rehearsal. Yeah, no, I wish they would bring the best. It's it's a whole different vibe, and I mean, and you get a lot of um. Another thing I want to say, uh, artists out there, um, your number one supporters will always going to be women. If you cater to women. Everybody else is going to come, and especially women of color. Women of color are the biggest supporters of hip hop music. And when I say supporters, they're going to come to your show. They're going to buy a T-shirt. They're going to play your album. They're going to listen to your album. They're going to make a video and post it. Like, so if you cater to that, then you're going to get majority of the crowd. Not to say you have to make your music like that, but if you get their attention, yeah, you get the crowd. You get everyone else's attention as well i noticed that as well as far as for my fan base it's majority women between the ages thanks to social media between the ages of 18 to 25. so that age demographic i feel like are the like the reason why i'm on here the reason why i can do sobs and why i do live bands because they're more in those areas and that's what they like too so i just want to throw that out there he dropped a lot of gems today. Yeah, we know, get a right? lot of free info. All right. that. I hope y'all take a be a bunch of clipping out all the rest of the week, boy. <laughs> I, I do want to say this one last thing, and then I'll, I'll pass it off to, to Scott. But uh, not the, the not good enough track, right? Yeah. I'm a big Dead Press fan. And when I heard the, 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 well, the first verse caught me, and then the, the way the rest of it flowed, Made me think of uh, the Way of Life song. I don't know if you remember that joint where they were talking about the uh, about eating the good food, making sure you work out, uh, doing push ups, stay disciplined, all that. Yeah. That track. If y'all if y'all can go back and listen to Way of Life and then listen to Not Good Enough, it's like Way of Life 2018 version of it. I need to listen to that track again. It's been a minute. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, listen to Way of Life. I'm glad it had it had the same it had the same message in it, and I was like, "Oh, this is crazy." Speaking of that, I want to throw this out there real quick. I'm doing a video for that. Uh, not good enough. I'm about to shoot release a video for hardcore. Should be out within the next two weeks. We just shot it. I mean, we shot it like a month ago, but the editing it's gonna be dope. I'm gonna make sure y'all get that too. For sure. So you got like a you got like a group, yep. a team, a, a set of people that you, you you always go to for the for the videos and the production. Nothing. All right. It's for for videos production. It's it's just as unique as my producer. Like every like since I've started rapping, I've always had someone that I knew that did video, some type of production. Wow. So That's crazy. Recently, it's it's changed because I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that you see, as far as if y'all go to my YouTube page, mm-hmm. uh, youtube.com backslash the center MC, majority of stuff that you see for Roden and Greatness Journey for Lost Soul, it was directed by uh, Color Heart Productions by my main Shane Pett. Uh, he did Be More short film. He did that. Um, he did that short film. 
um, this is going to be a different director as far as for the music videos now that I'm in New York because he was in Raleigh, North Carolina. So now that I'm in New York, I know a few production teams. So I, it, it depends on the vibe and the treatment because I write my own treatments as well. Okay. What don't you do? I say? know, right? That's why I asked him that because I know a lot of people do stuff on their own nowadays. So I just want to know if he, yeah. if he was behind it all or he has a set team that he goes I write my to. Too. I write my own scripts, like the, the short film. Uh, I did two short films, but I like I like to write scripts as well. I about to say it should be easy so, for you the way you write stories in your rap. So yeah, that's an easy that's an easy call right, right. there. That's, yeah. that's light work for you to send it on anywhere. That's light work. Right. <laughs> that's light work. Definitely light work. But yeah, it's it's tough though when you have to find the actresses, the actors, the background, and like when all that comes in, that's when the director's like, all right, let me have that. Yeah, so. yeah that's that's the work part of, of the fun. And then you gotta deal with the hood Denzel Washingtons and be like, yo, it's like a thousand to get me, yo. <laughs> right, exactly. Don't get me started on that. Man, especially this last week. So many people's like, yo, mind if I be in it? I mean, y'all in my hood. All right. Have no choice now. That's all I got for you. You got anything else from Sham God? Uh, no. Before I wrap it up, uh, what do you? I know you said you got a couple of videos. You got any shows? You got a tour? You got any of that coming up? And if you want yeah. to drop your socials again, once again, I'm, I'm gonna keep saying this, keep saying this, keep saying this. My album is finally here. A voice for a voiceless available on all streaming platforms, and you can um, purchase it on iTunes. Number two, my. Uh, Second single, Hardcore, the music video will be available, like I said, within the next two weeks. We shot in a month and a half ago. It's going to, I'll give you a warning now. It's going to be a lot different from Be More and a lot different from what you have used to seeing me for all my fans and new fans out there. It's going to be a different perspective, but I hope y'all like it. After that, I'm shooting a video for Not Good Enough. Um, It's going to think of LL Kuje around the way meets um meets 2019 <laughs> think that um after that we starting this tour this saturday i'm performing at theology in the bronx new york starting my fisher tour to promote this album um, i'm very excited about the tour having got all the dates yet but i have the places so that will be available soon Follow me on all streaming, I mean all streaming, all social media platforms, Descendant MC. And to get more information, DescendantMC.com is my website. I appreciate the Real Old Heads podcast for letting me, you know, on this platform and to showcase my art, my talent. So I appreciate y'all. Yeah, definitely, for sure. I'll put everything in the bio and the links all on the bottom like I normally do for all the other shows. So I'll gather any mm-hmm. other sites and stuff that you have after we wrap this up. But I'll make sure all that information is in there for everybody to to go ahead and check him out on all his platforms and definitely follow, like, and subscribe to his stuff. Oh, real quick, too. I forgot. So, yeah, if you want this T-shirt, you know what I'm saying, the King and Queen T-shirts, they're available on my website as well, CenateMC.com. So I just wanted to throw that out there. $20. Get your merch, man. Get your merch, man. You can get the tag on the side just to let just to show y'all, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's twenty dollars. All sizes up well up to three X. After that, you might have to pay a little extra. The custom. Yeah, custom. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, this I guess it's my turn. Um, nah, uh, <laughs> I 
do want to, before we, uh, before I say the usual, I do want to shout out Tiggy. He made this part of the show happen. I was not really with this at first. (laughs) (laughs) Just the whole concept of it, but um, this is dope. I appreciate you being our first artist to do this. Um, So I do salute Tiggy. I don't do that a lot, so that's all you get from me. Hey, man, there's going to be a whole lot of saluting this weekend when I'm in Atlanta (laughs) with your ass. (laughs) There's going to be a whole lot of saluting when I'm in Atlanta with your ass. I don't want to hear that. Nah, man, no stars, please. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> nah, I appreciate you to send it, man. Uh, definitely like your story. I met you before. You still had the same yeah. energy. Um, that's dope. Uh, just keep doing you, man. You enjoy the music. Anything new, drop it off. New artist, this can be you. You know the email, send it. If you want to be on the other, the main show, the showcase your song. Right, you gotta be on the main show first to get on this show. Gotta be on the main show. You gotta do that. You gotta, you gotta pass the test. You gotta pass the test. You gotta hit that Apollo stage first. Yeah. (laughs) Before the headline, you know what I'm saying? But uh, that's it. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, Please give us feedback on this. Like I said, this is the first time we did this live interview with an artist on here with us. Mm Um, so yeah, any feedback, uh, check all the clips. Tiggy's about to chop up for us. And, uh, again, thank you. Descendant. We the real old heads. And, uh, oh, that's your part. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> hey man. First episode of Locked In. We're presenting your boy Descendant MC. We your real old heads. We out. <laughs>